In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, family. I think it's safe to say we have all been to one of our weddings, and either you yourself or somebody in your family said, why are we sitting all the way back here? You're laughing because this is our reality, right? And um, when I think about this, I, I think about what is going on in a person's heart to get so upset. I mean, I know of stories of people who have threw their chair on the floor, screamed and yelled and caused a big scene at a person's wedding, like they basically destroyed a person's day, their wedding day, all because they didn't like where they were sitting. Now, is the issue here where they were sitting? Clearly not. What is the issue here? What's going on? Because Jesus makes it very clear in the gospel today, when you go to a wedding, don't think about where you're going to be sitting. Take the lowest place. Why? What is Jesus talking about here? Jesus is talking about the, the, the insecurity of man's heart. Every single human being has some type of insecurity. And unfortunately, our insecurities cause us to find honor to be able to fill the gap or fill the void of the insecurity that we feel towards ourselves. The insecurity is really not about um, other people. The, the insecurity, if we're, if we're smart and if we, if we listen and we want to be educated, we'll understand that insecurity is really, I have an issue with myself. I'm insecure because I don't like myself. There's parts of me that I am not happy with. And that's normal. Everybody, every one of us have something like that going on. Every one of us is comparing. We compare ourselves and we compete with others all because we want to prove to ourselves. We think we're trying to prove it to others and unfortunately we exhaust ourselves trying to prove to others how good or how um, worthy we are. But we only exhaust ourselves and guess what? That cup is never really filled, is it? We can be honored by everybody. We could have the, the, the best of the best in every single way possible. But yet, have you noticed that some of the most esteemed people in the world, some of the people who have the most honor in the world are the ones that are still unhappy? Because my brothers and sisters, again, and I've said this before, our honor and our dignity and our worth does not come with the things of this world. If we remain on the level of the world and we try to seek honor or to fill that gap and that void with other people, good luck. Because people will lift you one day and then guess what? The next day, they'll tear you down. If you look for it in materialism, you have it one day. Tomorrow, you could lose everything. And so what I've noticed, my brothers and sisters, and as a community, and I'm not, I'm not speaking like, I'm not trying to generalize everybody, but these are common practices, these are common themes that I've seen in our community that are, are, are things that need to be addressed. You know, um, in a home, 
when, uh, when you start seeing your kids acting in certain ways, don't you call your kids into the room and say, hey, we need to have a talk. Like, I'm noticing this pattern going on, and we need to talk this out. How many of you guys do that in your home? Well, guess what? In the house of God, Jesus does the same thing with us. So, as a father, I'm concerned about kind of the direction that our community and that our people are going in because I'm seeing where it's leading people. I'm watching what it's doing to families. I'm watching what it's doing to children. I'm watching what it's doing to marriages. I'm watching what it's doing to our single people. I'm seeing how the, the deep void, the deep insecurity, and the longing to be honored, which is not a bad thing, and I want to clarify this. The desire of the human heart to be honored, to seek a place of honor, is not a bad thing. God wants to honor us. I mean, when God looks at us, he sees his son and his daughter. He sees a prince. He sees royalty, actually. God sees royalty when he looks at us. He wants us to be lifted high. But it's the way in which we are trying to lift ourselves high is the problem. That's the issue. We are trying to lift ourselves high. We are trying to pick and, and fight for that place of honor instead of allowing God to honor us. Instead of seeking honor in God's eyes, we're seeking it in all the wrong ways. We're seeking honor with people. And I'm going to speak to moms and dads today. Mom, dad, I know that you want to support your children, you want to support your family, you want to give them the best. And that's a beautiful thing. But what I've noticed is that dads especially today are so concerned about work, and I think that what's really going on is there's a need to prove his masculinity by overworking or by trying to make millions of dollars. Everybody wants to be a millionaire today. We're no longer happy with five, six figures. Nobody's happy with that. Everybody wants to be a millionaire today. And so now there's this like constant battle for a father to overwork. And then when he overworks, he starts to neglect his wife and his children. And when his wife and his children are being neglected by the dad, the foundation of the home, what is happening is that those children, as they get older, are going to seek a place of honor. They're going to try to fill that gap in the wrong ways. And this is what I'm seeing is young boys, when dad is not showing them what it means to be a man because dad is only at work all day long, the boy is going to get lost. He's not going to know what it means to, to grow up and be a man. A man which means his yes means yes and his no means no. And he's able to commit to something and follow through with it and stick with it and work hard and earn. But we're not seeing that anymore. Moms, Listen, baby girl, you're beautiful and everything, but you are not Kim Kardashian, okay? And you don't need to be Kim Kardashian. You don't need to be a Barbie. And what I'm noticing is that our, our moms today are trying to compete with their 14-year-old daughters. And they're wearing crop tops, and they're wearing this, and they're wearing that, and they're worried about buying their purses and their shoes, and, and now it's keeping up with the Chaldeans, keeping up with the Chaldeans. That's what it's become. Literally, I think we need a housewives of Chaldeans. <laughs> Truly. 
People are mad right now. They don't like this, but this is the reality. We're worried about قيل, what she said and who she, what, what she wore and this and that. But you got kids. And you're on the phone all day long. But you got kids. And your kids need you. They need your attention. Don't drop your kids off and then just ignore your kids so you can go shopping and you can live your, your life with your friends. I mean, this is what I'm seeing, you guys. And we don't realize who is going to pay the price. It's our children. All of us, my brothers and sisters, are affected some way by our childhood. You may want to disagree with me, but all of us have wounds from our childhood because our parents were not perfect. And when mom and dad are not present to the family, or when they neglect, or when they're so self-consumed, it affects us. It makes us feel rejected. And again, when we feel rejected and abandoned and forgotten as kids, we seek it from friends. And then what happens when that little kid goes to school and a little kid comes up to him and says, hey, why don't you try some of this? What is that little boy going to do? Well, mom and dad are not attention because dad's at work all day, mom's with her friends. So guess what? I might as well. This is what's going on. And then, 15 years later, you come to the priest and you say, Father, my son is 30 years old, he's on drugs, he's doing this, he's doing that, do something. Well, this is not a magic wand, and I'm not the fairy godmother from Cinderella, and I cannot do the magic, okay? We don't have magic to fix people this way. Single people, I want to talk to my single men. Honor, if you want to be honored, honor is in making commitment. To be honored, if you want God to honor you, seek a woman to commit your life to. Do not seek a one-night stand. Do not get over the, 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 the 15-year-old teenage life of talking to this one, dropping her, getting what you want from this girl, dropping her, and never being able, you're, you're talking to 15, 20 girls in a month, but you haven't committed yourself to not one of them. But the issue is the insecurity. I need to prove my masculinity. I need to prove how good and how masculine I am so that I can be with this girl and I can be with any girl that I want. But then what we're doing is we're destroying our women. We're destroying our women and we're pressuring our women to give something that does not belong to you. And then what happens is now the standard is so low and women think that they have to do this in order to get a man to commit to them. And guess what? The minute a girl gives that part of her, what does the guy do? <laughs> Disappears. And this is becoming an ugly cycle. If you want to find masculinity, real masculinity is not in how many girls you can be with. Real masculinity is when you are able to say, I give my life to you, and you commit to that person. This is why men don't want to commit, because it's just that hard. But with God and through God, you can commit. You don't also, guys, stop looking for a Barbie doll. That doesn't exist. She's going to get pregnant, she's going to have children, and she's not going to be Barbie anymore. 
Seek a woman of uh, seek a woman who wants to build a Christian home. Whatever happened to wanting to find a wife rather than a Barbie doll? Whatever happened to seeking a wife who has morals and who wants to build a home and who wants to teach her children about God? Men are not looking for this anymore. Our single men are not looking for this anymore. Our single men are looking for a Barbie doll to have a one-night stand with. Seek a wife, not a Barbie doll. Seek a wife. Ladies, <clears throat> y'all didn't think I was coming after you, did you? You know what's sad? Is that women don't even have standards anymore. All they want is money. That's what I'm seeing. All they want is money. And you know what? The good guys out there that maybe are not millionaires and that just want to be married, girls don't want those guys anymore. They don't want that guy, the guy that wants to commit, the guy that wants to be uh, a good father, a good husband. They don't want that guy anymore. They want the guy that has millions of dollars. And guess what? Girls don't care how much, how, how he makes his money anymore. She doesn't care how he's making it. He could be doing it in all the most illegal ways, but as long as he's got millions and he's got that Rolex and he, Rolex and he can give her the $300,000 wedding that she wants, she doesn't care. Our women are becoming gold diggers. And listen, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with wanting to seek a man that's established. Absolutely. You need security. You need to have, you, I, I, be comfortable. All power to you. Absolutely. But what's wrong with building your life with your husband? What's wrong with starting a little bit, humbling yourself, like Jesus said, humble yourself and you will be exalted. What's wrong with starting little and then building together? If, you're, if, if your husband is willing to work hard, don't, don't make these unrealistic expectations for guys today. Guys don't even feel like they can even talk to girls because they don't feel like they can ever be enough. And this is, these are the cycles that our, that our community is going through. And then when we get married, we think that we have to live up to the Chaldean standard of the flowers and the this and the that. When, when is that going to be over? Like, aren't you guys sick and tired of the same old wedding every single time? It's the same wedding with the same flowers, with the same food, with the same outfits, with the same vendors, with the same thing over and over and over. Aren't we over trying to please people? I mean, when are we going to find our own voice? When are we going to be our own person? When, are, when am I going to say, you know what? I, I don't need to become everybody else. I know that my worth is in God. And as long as God honors me and as, God is, as long as God is pleased with me, I don't care about these things. And we all say this. We all say that we don't care. But guess what? We fall into every single one of these traps. When are we going to be our own person? When are we going to realize that real honor is in God and not in man and not in pleasing man? When are we going to seek God's honor? When are we going to start picking up our Bibles and start preaching the word in our families and at our gatherings? I mean, when am I going to turn my, 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 uh, my Netflix series off and, and watch something that's going to educate me? When am I going to actually seek my worth in God? Because right now, what we're doing is not working. It's the same cycle over and over and over. And people are becoming more empty. 
And this is the only reason why I say these things today. I'm not trying to put anybody down. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. But I'm pointing out what's happening because it's not leading us in a good place. We need to wake up. We need to make decisions. We need to think about our eternal salvation. Not building a, uh, a, a kingdom on this earth, but building a kingdom in heaven. Building up myself and my family. Building a holy family here on earth is, is, is what's going to take me to heaven. So, my brothers and sisters, God wants to honor us. But he wants to honor us in his way, not in our way. God wants to lift us high, but not in our way, his way. That means that there needs to be a little bit of humbling we need to be able to be uncomfortable. We need to be able to be fools for Christ's sake. That's what St. Paul said today. He said, I'm willing to be a fool for Jesus, which means that sometimes we are going to make decisions that people are not going to like, and they're going to make fun of us. Maybe when you decide that you're not going to have to marry a Barbie, you're going to marry a girl who's, you know, she's pretty. She doesn't have to be perfect. And you're going to decide to, to marry her. Your friends are going to be like, really? That's who he went after? That's who he took? Or girls, a guy is going to, you're going to marry a guy who's not a millionaire. They're going to be like, wow, she could have done so much better. Who cares what people say? Who cares? My honor is in God. And what God says of me. And what God thinks of me instead of seeking from it, from all, everybody else around me and in all the materialism. What God wants to do, my brothers and sisters, is, is to allow us, if we're humble, he wants to exalt us. But nobody wants to be humbled. We don't want to compromise. We don't want to be uncomfortable. Christianity, Jesus said, is not going to be easy. Last year he said, you've got to go through the narrow door. The narrow door. Today, are we walking that path with Jesus? Am I, am I living life today, even though I could, I'm going to be called a fool for Christ, am I willing to be called a fool for Christ to be honored by God rather than by man? That's our choice. How can I be honored by God? Well, guess what? Like I said, pick up your Bible. Go to adoration. Speak to God. Allow God to speak to you. Allow God to, to breathe his life into you. Allow God to show you how much you're worth in his eyes. Instead of asking everybody else what they think of you, ask God, God, what, what do you think of me? Jesus, what do you see when you look at me? And you know what he's going to say? He's going to say, I see my son. I see my daughter. And that will be enough for us. And we won't need to seek that from anywhere else because we will know that his love is the greatest treasure we could ever have. That's the greatest honor. We want an honor. Guys, the greatest honor that we will ever have is to be able to receive his body and his blood at Mass. The greatest honor that we will ever be able to receive is being able to sit in front of Jesus in the Eucharist. That's our treasure. And that's where we find our treasure. That's where we find our worth. In Jesus and only in Jesus. Not in the cars, not in the shoes, not in the Rolex, not in the beautiful weddings, not in the perfect body, not in going to the gym for seven hours, none of that. Jesus and only Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen.